trying to find one's purpose in life can be a challenge. That one thing that you feel you were meant for. As a pediatrician, Dr. Edsel Martinez has found just that. But he's more than just a doctor. He's a father, husband, and lover of fantasy. Let's take some time to learn more about the man beneath the white coat and stethoscope. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a general pediatrician here in the city of Winnipeg, and yeah, we see babies, kids, teenagers in the office for uh, pediatric care. In terms of what I like to do in my free time, I'm, uh, I'm obsessed with Ultimate Frisbee. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been playing since I was, uh, I don't know, in my 20s or something like that. Awesome. And now I'm on a 40, uh, I'm an old, uh, old Ultimate player, but uh, <laughs> there's uh, a team for 40 and up. Mm -hmm. It's called Grandmasters of the Universe, uh, which is a play on, of course, uh, the He-Man. Um. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Did you end up watching the new He-Man that came out on Netflix? Kevin Smith's uh, He-Man? No, do you know, I never saw it. I saw clips of it. I thought I would check it out, but I haven't had time. I have uh, young kids and stuff. Yeah. I did watch the new Transformers, though. I don't know if you saw that. It's a movie or is it the show? It's, it's a show. And okay. it's fantastic. Okay, I, I think I've seen things on it. It's so hard nowadays because <laughs> like there's so many shows throwing oh, your way left, right, and so center. Much. I know my partner and I, we've been enjoying going through uh, Game of Thrones. This is yes. our first time ever watching it. So it's a really exciting time. She's really invested in it. She's a little worried because yeah. she, she knows that it gets bad. So it's like, oh, no, when's, what, when's that moment? What but season? Been, what season are you on? So we just made it on to season two right now. Okay. Well, yeah, it's going to get... Yep. It's going to get real. <laughs> it's been fun <laughs> going back and watching it. it. It really makes sense why it captivated so many people at the time. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my uh, my wife and I have watched it, and we watched the first season of the new one, mm -hmm. The House of the Dragon, and that's really good, too. Yeah, we'll be hopping into that after we finish this all up. It's fantastic. I recommend it 100%. And Amazing. the books. If you haven't read the books, I recommend that as well. We're we're huge uh, fantasy um, fan. What did you office. think of the uh, the Rings of Power um, do you know, um, I haven't seen that. <laughs> okay, okay. But I, of course, I love Tolkien and I mm -hmm. love Lord of the Rings uh, and the movies and The Hobbit. Um, but I haven't seen The Ring of Power yet. Uh, Rings yeah. of Power yet. I mean, Rings of Power. What did you it, think? It was it? like good, but how to describe it? It had this weird, almost like veneer over all the visuals and everything where it just okay. felt a little weird at times like it didn't feel real almost dreamlike okay. in certain moments and i mean the story was very hit or miss but i guess when they're going through that those elements of the story there's just so much that they're trying to cram into just a couple seasons like thousands yeah. of years of history <laughs> well i want to yeah i definitely want to check it out even if a product or like a show or movie is bad yeah there's something you can get out of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I really hated the new Jurassic World movie, like Jurassic World D Dominion. Dominion. Yeah. It was awful. But at the same time, it's like, huh, why is it bad? Like, what are the, the elements that I feel are horrible? Yes. But then you can dissect it and be like, okay, well, how could it have been a good movie sort of thing? And yeah. I love movies, and I mean, I'm gathering the same thing um, from you, movies yeah. and shows. Movies and shows. Uh, we always have a TV show going or um, a movie that we're, you know, want to watch and, and things like that. Uh, that's, yeah, that's the, the ultimate and ultimate frisbee and then movies. And, yeah. and then we read, too. All 
fantasy stuff. Well, fantasy well. is just so much fun. Is that something that you've been in or enjoyed for forever? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, if I think back, so when I was in my 20s, you know, I was reading Harry Potter and I I loved it. Like mm-hmm. I loved it like a like a child loves, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, something like that. Uh, I was a huge Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. fan growing up. And in fact, I think I'm, I'm a bigger fan now than maybe even when I was young. Uh, my son and, and daughter um, oh, love great. it. And um, Isn't it fun when you get to relive an experience with a loved one? It's amazing. I would actually say that's one of the best things about parenting is, is reliving something and seeing it new almost again so we watched episode four which is the original Star yeah Wars, uh, a new hope yeah new hope um and my son was this is a few years ago was mm-hmm. sitting and it's like at the edge of his seat and it's blowing his mind you know he's never seen anything like this mm-hmm. um and then when they blow up the death star right at the end he's He's just like they blow it up. Oh he's he's just like it's, it's, he's just, and he's I'm just in it. I'm tearing up because I'm experiencing this movie that I've seen I don't know how many times. I'm I'm reliving it. I'm like it's like I'm watching it for the first time again because I'm watching it through him reacting to the movie, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely brilliant. That's yeah. awesome. I know how I have this conversation all the time with friends. It's like what sort of media would you want to watch again for the first time? So I'll throw that question at you. What would you like to, like, you've basically had that memory erased from you and you get to experience something again for the first time? In terms of, like, movie Movie, or... television, books, video games. Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I think watching Star Wars again was brilliant. And the other thing, when, I don't know if you remember this, when the the uh, remastered, so this is like, I don't know when, 19, I don't, I don't know, 90 something or yeah. something. I hadn't seen that, those movies for years because I was like late teenager, so I hadn't seen them. Mm-hmm. So when I watched them, it was almost like I was watching them again yeah. for the first time. And then watching them with my son, it was like watching them again. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've loved so many of the things that we've talked about um, the Harry Potter books were incredible. Uh, the movies were fantastic. Um, Lord of the Rings blew my mind when I read it uh, as a late teenager. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones books, I don't know if you read them, but they are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they're, I would say, better than the show. I mean, and that's saying something because the show is, mm-hmm. at least the first six seasons, are amazing. Yeah. Um, the, the books, because the books, because the show goes so fast, right? Like this, yeah. this house and this other, this other person, their night. And when you read it, you can go back and, and keep it more mm-hmm. straight. Um, so there's so much more in the books. Uh, I would, If you're loving the show, you should read the books because they're fantastic as well. Mm-hmm. I'd probably want to watch Breaking Bad again for the first yes. time. That was just such good drama. Amazing. It was. It was just such an interesting story. The characters, the way they get into them, how real they feel, and just how they portray this everyday, almost average teacher yeah. that you slowly find out, well, he's actually like this crazy chemist genius. <laughs> yeah. And how, like, he seems to have a heart of gold, and then just slowly through power and everything, he slowly fell into madness and corruption. Yes. Yeah, that was fantastic, actually, as well. Such a fun time. Oh, it was incredible. 
I just I love movies. We could talk about <laughs> movies all day. Yeah. But coming back to like pediatrics and everything, yeah. how'd you get into becoming a doctor? What was that path like? I know for myself and probably many others, oh, do I want to get into some sort of medical field? Mm-hmm. And then you take a biology class and you're like, no, that's not going to be the, <laughs> <laughs> the path for me. Well, when, okay. So when I was young, I wanted to be my dad's uh, in business, so I thought, okay, I'll just go into business. But mm-hmm. I think it was kind of like a reflexive thing. And I held on to that for years and years and years, and I was in high school. Um, but I was always um, good at uh, science and math. Um, just kinda, I just got a, a facility f- for it, just kind of drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I read this book by Scott Peck. It's called uh, People of the Lie. Okay. And he also wrote a book called uh, The Road Less Traveled, which I think is a little bit more famous with mm-hmm. life advice and things like that. Um, so it, he's a pediatric psychiatrist. Okay. So the stories are all these stories about him meeting a, a kid or a teenager and how he helped them through depression or anxiety or what they were going through. And then when I read it, 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 it just blew my mind because... Um, I was always also really drawn to kids, so I was, yeah. you know, I was a camp counselor for, you know, mm-hmm. eight summers in a row, and um, just I always, I, you know, part of me was like, should I be a teacher? That was the other thing that was because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so drawn to kids, and I found that they were drawn to me, and I, I could understand them, and and I liked all, all, all kids, like even you know, like the. Even the ones, ones, the ones where you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, this and, kid again. <laughs> yeah, and I found that you know, if you if you bond with them, even kids that were you know, quote unquote, you know, bad kids, you know, they're just they're just trying to communicate. They're just trying to to find acceptance and in yeah. somebody who will pay attention to them and all these things. And if you could figure that out, it was so rewarding, right? Uh, yeah. To have somebody who who was having a really hard time all of a sudden kind of turn around a bit and, and just with a little bit of acceptance and understanding and love, th- you know, that that's all that they needed. But mm-hmm. so when I read this book, it just, I'm like... All the pieces yeah, came all together. All the pieces came together. I'm like, that is how I do what I do at camp, but I can actually do that in real life. Um, so at that moment, I was in grade 12. Yeah. And I was like, okay, how do I become a psychiatrist? Oh, you have to be a doctor. Okay. And that was the first time that it had ever actually entered my mind. Wow. Whether, you know, be a doctor or not. So then you have to be, okay, I have to be a doctor. Uh, what do I have to do? And then that's initially how I went into sciences at U of M and pursuing my dream to be a doctor. And then I kind of went from pediatric psychiatry just to pediatrics um, over time. Just I found it was just it matched my, my personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to see, I, I became more interested in the science aspect of it and the physiology of aspect of it, yeah. which kind of then pediatrics in general kind of f- felt like a better fit. Isn't it just amazing these butterfly effect moments that yeah. it's just one little thing. You write a book and it puts you on this whole path to where you are today. I used to not give credence too much to, like, the butterfly effect. Like, oh, how can this one moment (laughs) affect so many different people? But I can't remember the – I won't even try explaining it because I don't remember (laughs) it anywhere. But there's something about just um, the twin – and then now I'm explaining it. Let let me just (laughs) stop. 
But it's just amazing these these moments, how one little event can completely change your life. That was the other thing in, in pediatrics, you know, like I read that, um, you know, when I was trying to decide, um, you know, one, like one good teacher could change mm-hmm. your trajectory. And I thought, you know, could one, could I do that too, right? To a child or a teenager, listen to mm-hmm. someone, a, a lot of, Pediatrics is not uh, just medicine, right? Uh, or medicine in the, in the traditional sense of here's your antibiotic. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is, is psychology, right? Uh, yeah. Listening, uh, being empathic, um, reaffirming, uh, reframing. And those were things that initially I didn't know I was going to be doing um, in the office. And, and not just with the patient, but also with the parent, you know, like empowering the parent, empowering the mom. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay if you're depressed. You know, it's okay if you don't want to do this every day. It's okay if it's okay if it's hard. Um, and I didn't know that I was going to have to do that. And and I found it increasingly re- rewarding. Um, yeah. Well, for, for, for a kid who's, like, dealing with something, just that an adult just acknowledging that mm-hmm. maybe they're struggling can do so much. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And that's part of... You know, part of my job is is that um, empowering kids and adolescents and parents and reassuring and uh, reaffirming. Um, yeah, and it's great. I'm also guessing, like, you love being a dad just from the conversation. You love working with kids and, you know, reliving those experiences with your son and everything. Yes. So, like, being a parent's probably, like, an amazing dream come true as well. It's... Uh, it's amazing. Um, it, it's hard. I don't know if you're a parent uh, or not uh, yet, but uh, um, it, it. But it's amazing, right? It's so hard, and then it's so yeah satisfying at the at the same time, and not always the same day. But <laughs> <laughs> well, but. I, I know some of the experiences my parents had with me. <laughs> so there's some days they're probably like, "Yes, I love having kids," and there are other days they're like. Why I should have never made this decision. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? And that's normal. And then that's what I tell people in the office. You know, it's okay if it's hard. It's okay if you don't want to do this um, every day because um, because it is hard. But on the whole, when you take it all, mm-hmm. you know, you you know, I wouldn't choose any any yeah. other way, right? Well, you're helping shape a future adult, right? You're yes. helping give guidance give instruction on who they're going to become and those lessons they will then share with the next generation as yes. well. Yeah, it's it's powerful stuff. If you weren't a doctor, mm-hmm. is there anything else that you would want to be? Well, I mean, I thought about, you know, I mentioned I thought about teaching. I think teaching yeah. would be amazing. Um, if if you paid me, I, I mean, I would do camp. I would be a camp counselor <laughs> for for life. I, I just loved it. I, I loved it. Um, I got to do a little bit. Uh, I went to diabetes camp as a mm-hmm. as a, um, as a resident, and um, I got to do a little bit of diabetes with the kids, and then still be at camp. If I could do yeah. that job. <laughs> Every day, because that's just one week, once a year. <laughs> but if I could do that job and have, you know, sort of like medical at camp and still do camp, yeah, that that would be that would be amazing. Thank you, Dr. Martinez, for taking the time to chat with me 
always a pleasure and it was great to just you know connect a little bit learn a little bit about yourself you. and your interests yeah thank you for having me it's so fun have any stories you'd like us to share or communities we should highlight leave a comment on our social media reach out to us on our website i'm ryan funk this was you talk and have yourself a good one